This week on This Galarian Life, the bad company makes use of their special powers. You know what the weather's going to be tomorrow morning before we move out? We have to cast a spell, and I'm not going to. But they run into some surprises. D- are they fucking time traveling now, Derek? Who knows? Derek, you can't just adjust cannon like that. They're forced to create a distraction. Got milk, motherfucker. And some of their tactics are less than ideal. It was that or I was going to double the giant in size, and I thought that might scare somebody. <laughs> Holy shit. But will the bad company be able to overcome the beasts of their natures? Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to This Galarian Life. If you're listening to these in order, then you've listened to this show 148 times. Congratulations, everybody. We've done it. There's still a lot to get through, though. So, uh, you know, keep listening weekly. I'm sure we'll get to 150, 160, maybe even 162. The real goal is 169, but yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to talk about this week. I've got a new work schedule as the editor and... Uh, DM and whatnot, so episodes might come out a little later on Wednesdays from here on out, but we'll make sure they do indeed get up at some point on Wednesday. Sorry for the delay this week, hopefully it doesn't become consistent, but I'm sure you all understand if you have to wait a little while. Um, with that being said, just, you know, typical, uh, typical intro stuff, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, you know, check out all those links in the description below. Share us with a friend. Rate us. You do you. But like I said, not a lot going on this week, so let's just jump right into the episode. Presenting episode 148, Behind a Cat, I Make My Final Stand. Last week we did Bard Charlie. The week before didn't really do a specific class Charlie. Uh, let's do Monk Charlie this week. Yeah. The Monk version of Charlie spends several hours climbing to a uh, mountaintop monastery that he has gained admission into. Uh, when he arrives, he spends a couple hours getting to know some of the uh, lower uh, level acolytes and whatnot. <clears throat> and starts to learn... A little bit about the leader of the organization. Uh, he's fairly reclusive, uh, doesn't come out and, you know, hang out with the monks very often. But those that he sees promising, he, he lets into his heart, his circle. But what, what he learns just from, you know, the people in the monastery is this guy in his formative years, like his teenage years, was taken in by a monastery of monks that was... I guess ironically, um, devoted to the god Grotius, the god of the moon, the god of chaos, which seems very, you know, antithetical to the traditional monk. But I guess they made it work in the place where he was trained. One of the things that they would do to, like, train uh, them was send them out uh, hunting things with, like, regeneration, uh, like trolls a lot of trolls when they were you know weaker and whatnot Uh, but they wouldn't give them like acid or fire or anything so they just had to continuously like beat them up just to harden their endurance and whatnot 
after I don't know, two or three years, he'd be 16, 17 at this point. Uh, the, the leader of that monastery passed on, and uh, a new guy took over. I just like constantly tormented and abused uh, the leader of the monastery that Charlie's currently in over and over. He was especially devoted to Grotius, even more so than like the normal monks. The, the Charlie monastery fella uh, wasn't actually a, a Grotius guy uh, because he's kind of just like adopted into this order just out of nowhere. He is more of like a, a Saren Ray fella. Um, healing, peace, whatever. Bullshit. Uh, so he eventually saw things going especially bad and uh, things got bad enough where he fought uh, the the Grotius head guy and uh, was able to escape the monastery. Uh, he took a couple with a couple of the, the monks there with him and um, yeah, started his own little place. After a couple of years, Monk Charlie is impressed the leadership of the monastery enough to you know go hang out with with the uh, the leader guy, and the leader like shows him these uh, super like advanced like martial arts skills. Uh, he, he's truly like top of his form. Like I guess in second edition, he wouldn't be legendary. And like unarmed strikes or whatever, he'd probably be a master. But you know, that's what two percent of the monk population probably gets to that point. Oh yeah, uh, if if two percent, right? And uh, one day Charlie asks this guy, uh, like, what what's the most important thing uh, about what what should we protect more than anything else? That kind of thing, like, what makes life worth living? The the guy basically tells him that it's not power, not strength, not money that keeps the world going. Through his experiences in life, he's realized that what really matters is the you know, relationships you make along the way, the friendships. And he just wishes that you know everyone could experience true friendship. I get that. It's a couple, a couple months later. Uh, it's like a milestone, like 75 for a human. Uh, birthday for him in the monastery is putting on like a a martial arts show to celebrate the leader and um, uh, Charlie is invited as a special guest uh, sit like in the front row alongside this leader guy probably three quarters of the way in uh, the leader guy gets up uses the restroom or whatever or at least that's what Charlie thinks. But what actually happens is as the show comes to a close, as the performance comes to a close, the leader comes out on stage dressed in all yellow, looks at Charlie dead in the eyes, starts singing his song. I was that little boy, that little baby boy was me. I once was a boy, but now I am a man. I fought the night, man, lived as day, man. Now I'm here to ask for your... Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know what to do me. for tonight because I'm fucking lead. Will you come on stage to join me in this thing called matrimony? Please say yes and do not bone me. Please just marry me. Uh, and Charlie looks at him and says, "No, Charlie, are we done?" Uh, so we move on to uh, the. 
I hope we get copyright struck and they take down our whole fucking library. <laughs> so as a follower of Grotius, uh, we can assume that the evil leader was the Nightman. Uh, the good leader was the Dayman. He was a master of karate and of friendship oh. for everyone. Oh, I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> Why are we assuming that Grotus is evil, Derek? He's more chaotic. No, the, he is chaotic. Grotus isn't evil, but the, the Nightman was evil. You know, it kind of makes sense because Grotius' symbol is a moon and the other guy's Serenray, which is the sun. So it really it really works out. Good job, Derek. Uh, next week we'll be doing John Bon Jovi. So I, oh. I'm a cowboy. Who says you can't go back? We're just gonna be out in Dungle Hold, just <laughs> cowboying it up around the mantle waste. It's gonna be the campaign. Uh, it's gonna be the break from the campaign where we all do Habitat for Humanity houses while Bon Jovi's helping us. It's gonna be really Jimmy Carter shows up. <clears throat> well, last week we did some bad company stuff and. There was some Richard stuff. This week, you all are back in Krogadon. Um, like, we'll do, like, shopping or whatever off-air. Uh, but eventually, you all make your way to the house of one Gina Pendleton. Uh, you do notice that it's a lot brighter in the city, uh, but you're able to ask around and find out why. Uh, well, Do you really need to ask? Can't you just look up and see that the fucking ceiling no, is gone? Is, well, why I, is the ceiling open? That is the question we're asking. I think I'm going to fall in love with the first ninja I meet is. I don't care what they're like. Hmm. No, I disagree with that. I did that for with a paladin and it didn't work out. Trust me. Derek, we need to make some changes, or otherwise some weird stuff's going to happen. <laughs> the Teresia mug connection. <laughs> what a stupid... Uh, you're all outside uh, Gina's house, and we're fighting about who gets to knock or whatever. No, we don't knock at, at, at Nanny Gina's house. Come on. Gina, how do you feel about that? Uh, hello, Gina! Who the fuck is there? Watch above the door. All the bobs. You hear, you hear, like... Pots and pans clanging and like glass breaking and oh god, Antonio's. I'm so sorry. No, Tony's Tony's at his job. Uh, and Gina walks out of the uh, room that she was in, is like you know puffing up her hair. What the fuck are you doing here? Well, we we are here on important business, but we are also here to say hi. Um, something something. Oh. You've actually felt it a bit. There's a, a hole. Yeah, up yeah. There. I've been in, I've been investigating that. So, um, uh, it's nice you stopped in. Hello, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Gina's eyes are like darting towards a uh, door. Uh, like let's let's talk business. Let's let's go to, let's go outside. Let's go let's go visit the pierogies. For sure, for sure. Well, pierogies we go. How are you all gonna go to a pierogies stand knowing that Charlie is dead? Well, Gina, I guess we could talk outside. That's not suspicious at all. Uh, what's up? Uh, well, you were the one that was going to tell me about... Oh, that's right. That's right. So I was just saying that, yes, I am aware that the, there's a hole in the sky, Citadel. Very ironic. Um, and uh, I've been investigating it with a, a couple of friends. Well, I use <laughs> Hold the word on. lightly. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <gasps> Penny teleports inside Gina's house. You oh. just fucking dimension door in, you fucking bitch. Uh, 
and you make a perception check. Unfortunately, that is a or that is a twenty nine. So uh, <clears throat> most of most of like you pop up in the living room, and most of it's pretty well kept. Uh, kept. Uh, there's a nice little uh, muffin tray on the table, but uh, there's like a, a futon on the side of side of the house that's uh, kind of messy and. Uh, if Laura were to uh, jump in the house, she would recognize the smell as some sort of skunk that uh, Sarah got into. No. Right. Oh, okay. So someone someone is here, but they're not here right now in the building. All right. I'll go ahead and teleport uh, back and rubbing my, <laughs> rub my nose. Oh, sorry. That happens sometimes. I, I've literally never seen you do that before. I mean, I've seen you sneeze and I've seen you. You left us. I'm just you know, kidding, Gita. I'm just okay, kidding. I've, look, I'm back with my ex-husband, though he's still my ex-husband. And he's a therapist. If you need, you seem to have some abandonment issues, Penny. And I'm, Why I'm, on earth would she have fair. those? No, 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 no. Penny. Uh, Penny, 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 like, agrees. I do have abandonment issues. You're, you're, you're right there. Two things. One, you're doing the thing that made your husband, or you leave your husband, but, you know, whenever your husband was doing it. And two, you were hiding. Someone was sleeping in your house. It was suspicious. That's all. You got a real, you you know what work we're in. But there was a a couch and it was uh, pulled out. Yeah, that's my couch. uh, That you uh, have pulled out and slept sleep on, yeah. You have a bet, though, I, I literally just said I'm not with my husband yet, ex-husband. I get... Okay, so, so he slept on the couch. That's fine. Okay. That uh, makes complete sense. Exactly. Exactly. Very good. So we're actually here on, you know, uh, important business. Um, what are we doing here again? Uh, Lucy. <laughs> Teresa shrugs. I mean, you'd be like... The conference between Multhoon and Crocodon is going to happen soon-ish, but also oh, okay. reporting back about the findings and whatnot to the leadership and stuff. Well, we're here to report things to leadership, and there's going to be a conference between Malthoon and Kragadon, that kind of thing. It's also on my agenda. Uh, what? Uh, Very cool. Is it? Oh, yes. I mean, I, I think, I think she's just saying what's going on. What is going on? It is. So... Tony's catering the event. <laughs> yeah, look, I got I got family members connect. I got connections. I believe it. I believe it. Well, that's good. Um, that's good. Very nice. Well, how is things with your husband or ex husband? Sorry, going. I, uh, you know, he's lost a lot of clients recently. Oh, I'm so sorry. He's been sleeping all right. <laughs> Almost gotcha. <laughs> All right. I mean, I wouldn't know. He's been sleeping on the couch, uh-huh. Penny. Oh, uh, it's alright. I was just just playing with you a little. So, um, how did this whole uh uh Feywild bullshit go for you? It was awful. Oh. Yes. Um let's see. I do uh, kind of want to just have Cyric start talking and then have <laughs> Hey, you know, do what makes sense. You know, uh, Cyric's here. She, um, well, to put it plainly, uh, sort of caused it, I guess. So. 
Do you know, look, Seer, look, from what I've heard, you're more trouble than you're worth. Ha 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 ha! shrugs. With Gina lacks an intelligence score, she makes up for in wisdom. Okay, first of all, my intelligence score is wildly high because I'm an alchemist. It's the wisdom that's not doing good. Neither is pities, though. Which is exactly uh, why she she believes in psychic stuff. Oh my god, am I the wisest person here? I I mean, probably by default, I, yes. I'm a very I have very low wisdom for a, a pseudo cleric. Yeah, pseudo. Uh, Cyrix does kind of uh, roll her eyes when Gina says that. Well, I'm glad things are going well. So, Gina, we're going on a mission soon into the uh, Iron Fang's interplanar fortress. Yeah, Did I got you, uh, stuff of my own to handle. We're kind of we're kind of putting a crew together. Are we? I... You son of a bitch! I'm in. I'm in. Hate that I understand that reference. Um. As Teresia uh, says, uh, we're putting a crew together. No. Gina, real quick, give me a perception check. Oh, God. <laughs> so, G- you. Uh, Gina, you're uh, kind of facing the like the street while they're all facing your house. So you get a better like vantage point on what's going on in the other parts of you live on. The, the and... bustling city. Oh, maybe it might just be an alley. Who knows? It's just um, Fraser's apartment. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so you're able to uh, have a, a couple seconds to figure out some real quick damage control uh, because you see somebody uh, walking up the street towards the house. A, a certain somebody who looks exactly like Teresha Flamebreaker. Wait, what? Meanwhile, in the past. What? Well, well, well. Uh, Eleanor. Oh, okay. There can only be one, sister! Right, bad company. Well, last week, bad company, you all uh, harassed a clown, uh, broke into an army camp to steal said clown, um traumatized him by forcibly putting him in a a web ball thing so you all could plan and rest and uh at the very end you uh found the circus you were after uh on the outskirts the uh clown uh very sheepishly is like oh all right um well we can uh we can head into the circus with it with, with me with you they'll surely let you in surely let's uh Go see him. Off we go. Uh, <clears throat> I climb. I climb up on a three eyed Jimmy, and I say, "Forward!" Right. <clears throat> Amazing. I don't know if there's anything. Can we add subtitles to that? Like, what do we do? You just said, "Yeah, let's let's go ahead and go." <laughs> I understood so. it. I did not, but you know, that's the magic of uh, three eyed Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ground is a little bit soft from the uh, rain that fell the last, uh, or uh, yesterday. Uh, thank you once again for uh, predicting that. Uh, the tracks are relatively easy to follow if you hadn't already seen the circus setting up. Uh, they're 
It doesn't look like they're setting up for a, a show. It looks like they're just setting up for like the evening to rest. Um, as you approach the, there's a few uh, circus guards and they kind of like give you all a strange look. Uh, however, whenever they see, uh, oh God, what did I name the little fella? Gildry. Whenever they see Gildry the halfling clown, uh, they do uh, smile and come forward. Gildry, you're alive. Thank goodness. And you've made friends. Oh no, we're up. Where is his captors? Gildry was actually, I mean, it, it took a lot of convincing to get him to come back. The guards look very concerned. Uh, they look at you all. Uh, they look at Gildry. Gildry uh, kind of nervous laughs. <laughs> They're kidding. They saved me from uh, from the 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 the, 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 the Malthoon army that captured me because they wanted to know about our friend. Yes, the deals come full circle. Here, have your wares and, and trinkets. Oh, thank you. I assume you give him back his box. I assume you all kind of stole his makeup and are not giving that back. Or are Correct. But we, I am giving the box back after seeing what's in it. It was so nice to meet you. You are just an absolute doll. And I hope that you enjoyed our company as much as we did yours. It sure was a life-changing experience. It was for me as well. And he is going to scuttle off. Huh. Uh, it looks like he's probably heading towards where the other clowns are. The guards kind of uh, eye you again. Right. So you saved him. Tasna Bino Bone Stone. Location. Listen him. I'm not entirely sure. We have business with the Bone Stone. It need not be violent nor even offensive. Right. Well, I don't exactly uh, know where that is, but you did save our clown. So maybe you can talk to the boss and something can be worked out. I certainly hope so. And so should you. Right. <laughs> That's right, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, the two guards look at each other. Uh, one nods and uh, he gestures for you all to follow him. Making your way through the... Uh, circus camp uh they're they're definitely not setting up for a show because they're kind of out in the you know the middle of nowhere just on the road uh however uh they are setting up for an evening's rest uh you can smell various foods being cooked you can hear people talking and maintaining gear and talking to animals pretty bustling place honestly uh you see a teenage human girl and a hobgoblin who seems to be pregnant smoking weed in the corner God damn it. Are they fucking time traveling now, Derek? Who knows? Derek, Derek, you can't just adjust canon like that. There has to be a set timeline. You can't just wibbly wobbly time this shit. How do anyway, you think I'm going to end the whole uh, We're going to fucking kill Galarian and uh, kick the hobgoblins out of their cool uh, place and they're not allowed to open an upper. Whoa, we're doing that by the end of this session? Yes. No, not by the end of this session. No. Uh, but anyways... Uh, you're led to the circus leader. Uh, there's several more guards around him, and he appears to, uh, uh, you know, you're you're experienced in these kind of uh, things, and you're, you're kind of used to your reputation. And uh, a few more guards kind of just kind of step up, uh, not necessarily threatening you, but they're kind of like there to let you know that they're there. Are you breaking the lore of my circus? Don't they have guards? Where the fuck's the fairy dragon? No, we're good. Why would the fairy dragon be here? That's the leader. Unless we don't know that. Oh, see, this is a big brain will play. The biggest brain. Yeah, you fucked up William's lore, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I'm sued for copyright. 
So we'll see who's fucking tough now. Oh, you can sue for copyright, and I'll see you in hell. <laughs> fucking think I respect copyright. All right. Time to beat a bone stone. Bone stone. Right. And you all are? My well, name's Gatun. That's Mum. It may be more important for you to know who my father is. That's Mr. Krogadon himself. Mr. Krogadon, you say? That's correct. My, my, that's an important father figure. It surely is, and I'm proud of him, and I've inherited both his work ethic and his charm. Hmm. I, I didn't like, uh, realize that the Mr. Kragodon was a hobgoblin. While uh, that's going on, Mub is going to quietly crawl over and start biting the table. Is he biting, like, the leg or the Yeah, top? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you do get some strange looks. Um, the leader kind of just looks at you for a second, and then just kind of nods and... Just like, oh yeah, that's that's normal for him, I bet. Goblins are supposed to lose about half their teeth on a weekly basis. The luxurious lifestyle we're afforded means they won't. This behavior is expected and encouraged. Hmm, it makes sense. I didn't know they grew their teeth back so rapidly, though. <sighs> right. So, I understand you uh, helped save my, uh, my clown. Yes, we killed many Malthuni soldiers to do so. Huh. So you're no... Friend of the Malthoon? I'm no friend of anyone, Buster. But especially not, not, <laughs> not even your companions you're with? Okay, Mob and Jimmy, but... I'm friends with everybody, but sometimes conflicts have to be resolved in friendships. A tear falls down my cheek. <laughs> I was about to say, it's pretty rude. Poor Sherg. Well, you seem an interesting lot. Well, if you're no friend of Malthoon, then you can probably be trusted. But in the meantime, it is late. Why don't you join us for supper? Mub likes that idea. Mub starts to get excited. Mub, are you going to eat your vegetables this time? Uh, Vegetables are important. Although, I do have a special treat uh, for someone of your certain taste, Mr. Mub. And he he does produce some uh, spicy pickles. All right, that's not okay. That is very presumptuous. Are you, going, are you not going to eat these? I didn't say that. Well, because I'll, I'll eat them. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Them. it's okay. It's okay. It's <clears throat> fine. I'll take mm-hmm. things. He kind of looks to the rest of you. I'm mostly bribing him so he doesn't burn anything down. He's not the one you should worry about, but yes. Why? Is that so? You've got a bit of a fire bug? We can talk over it over a drink. Come with me. He uh, then proceeds to uh, lead you out. Gives you a nice tour, uh, brief, very brief. He doesn't like go in depth, but he kind of shows off uh, some things around the circus. Uh, you get some more odd looks. Uh, someone calls out and says, are they going to be the new act? And uh, the leader kind of chuckles and says, no, no, they're just visiting. Can I take uh, a gander how well-armed this individual might be? Uh, the leader, presumably? Yeah. Uh, he's he's not particularly armed, as far as you can tell. Who's got knowledge local? Figure out his class. That's quite a cat you've got there. What was your name? Sure. Cat Tim Tam. Tim Tam? He do bites. Mmm, I'm sure. And he's just a little fellow. Your uh, mighty war cat does uh, produce that really scary purring that big cats do that you can like hear in your inner ear. Giant claws. Because they're so big. Yeah. My name's Al Rock, in case you were curious, and I am actually. One of the reasons we're approaching you, there's a couple, but the first one I'd like to talk about, probably the most important, I'm doing a charity, and our goal is to stop 
uh, is to stop male circumcision. <laughs> it's a huge problem in Galarian, and I think that with your support, you know, with, with everybody's support, really, but but with yours right now, we can we can help put an end to it. Uh, we'll talk about that more over some drinks, I'm sure. Three-eyed oh. Jimmy goes over to Eel Rock and like tugs on their sleeve. Yes. Uh, what's what circumcision? Circumcision is well. Do you have a, a bug for for uh, for genitalia, or is, do you have the real stuff? It'd be kind of like if they cut the antennas off one of your bugs. So it's the ear chopping, I got you. Something like that. The, the trick to my kinetic man. Well, uh, little tour's over. Uh, do you have any preferences for drinks? Uh, ale, water, tea? Make it hot. <laughs> uh, would you like one of our uh, very exclusive uh, flaming Hot Mountain Dews? Yes. Oh, God, no. Do you have boba? I'm sure we have boba around here somewhere, or we can make some for you. All right, then. Do you want just milk tea or matcha or... Oh, I'll have a... A matcha for you? Oolong. Oolong? Okay. You oh, have go on. human blood. That's my character arc. Shut up, shirt. I'm afraid we're fresh out. Uh, our stores were depleted in the last town. Well, we can go track down that clown we just gave back. He is a halfling. It wouldn't be human blood. Close enough is even sweeter. Uh, is that so? Do halflings have sweet blood? I actually don't know. I'm not that kind of evil. No, uh, that's good. Sure, just winks. Mm, I'm sure. But uh, really, is there something I can get you? Tap water. Tap water. What about bucket water? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not thirsty. <laughs> Mub. Uh, Mub, it. Can I get you some surge? Uh, and I hand him the empty pickles jar, and I say, "You can use this for a cup." Ah, he kind of like gestures uh, for someone to uh, fill it full of water. Hold on, let me do a quick perception. Is Mub sweating from the brow from that spicy pickle broth? Oh yeah, it's bad. Oh no. <laughs> it's bad. You see it dripping from his nose. He's like trying to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fine thing. Uh, I get them from the dwarves in Kragadon. I'm surprised that your friend has never offered you any since her father is Where? Mr. Kragadon. Where's that bu- bucket? Uh, it should be. Uh, someone kind of like looks very confused at this particular band of weirdos that have shown up at their circus and why their boss just gave them a pickle jar to fill full of water, but you know, they don't ask questions. He hands you the jar. It, it is full of fresh water. Very good. Uh, I will drink it, and that's what Mub will do for the foreseeable future. Right, well, now that we've got you all some drinks, some... I'm afraid our food is a bit limited to just stew and bread. Human stew? Mm, it's made by a human. Learning flies. You know, I don't personally have any flies, but if you go check near our uh, animal section, I'm sure there's some flies hanging about that... Uh, you, they would be, we'd all be very grateful if you could grab them or teach someone how to catch them efficiently. When he says go like go over to the animal section, uh, Three-Eyed Jimmy flips him off, but does go. I'm telling you, that's where the biggest, juiciest flies are. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but I can see how it came out that way. <laughs> that's a good yeah. non-apology, Captain. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Okay, cancel culture is real, and that's another charity that I've got. 
fighting against that. We're trying to get Glenn Greenwald's Twitter account back. <laughs> you know, I don't know who that is, and I don't know what a Twitter is, but I'm sure you'll get it done someday. No, just know it's very important. Very important work, I'm sure. Right, so I understand that you all are after uh, a Tugnabina Bonestone. It's not her we're after, it's what she knows. Yeah. I see. Uh, the, Mrs. Bonestone and some of her companions and her strange... Yes, he's married? What? Moving on. Uh, her brother Meatwad, rather terrifying. Who? She had a brother, his name was Meatwad. He had a gun. You ever seen a gun before? Terribly loud thing. <laughs> we kind of side-eyed Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't click, though, for any of us. We're too dumb. <laughs> doesn't he? Not even Jimmy. It would have been. Put, puts AK even I'm further sorry. behind Cloak. What, what was that you just said? Fire hero. Jimmy like pulls his gun out and looks like peeks his eye down the barrel. <laughs> Show me this fucking stew. Ah, yes, it's a... Mm, it looks average. The chef kind of flips him off. Everyone's doing that to me today. I don't know why. Well, anyways, uh, get some food, sit down here. Don't shoot yourself in the face, Jimmy. So I lost mine. As I munched on my stew. So tell me, this Bonestone character, how'd she fall into travel with y'all? Well, originally it was, uh, we were just heading the same way, and, well, they kind of hung out with us, helped us with a few things, and they were quite lovely folk. They also had uh, a mission. They were going to uh, the capital, uh... Apparently it didn't go according to plan, which makes me wonder why you all are after her and what she knows. Malthuni dogs always bite. They should have known better. Well, you know dwarves. Stubborn to the end. <clears throat> Apparently one of them was very stubborn. Oh, no, never met one. Really, quite lovely people. Don't challenge one to a drinking contest, of course. Unless what? Uh, I didn't really have anything. I see. I do that too sometimes. Go on. You're going out. She says she knows something. Uh, that's a bit classified. I'm sorry. But yes, I have noticed that uh, you have a certain badge on you that we've seen along the way. I've seen yeah. it a couple times. Uh, what do you, what is it? Uh, steel claw? Iron sure. fang. Iron fang. Yeah, yeah. I've only heard a little bit about the about you all. Could you could you tell me more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they hate us. We're, we we lived here, but like they hate us, so they put us all in one legion, and then they send us to die a bunch. Send you to die a bunch. Well, you all look quite competent and quite alive. Yeah, we're 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 the ones that live. We seek to overturn the current material conditions of this world. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes, That's quite a lovely goal. The flow of material goods from where it's currently going to my father. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Mr. Kragadon, you say? Yes, that's yeah, correct. They just pay me the money. Mm-hmm. Actually, fallen, it's quite nice. He's fallen on hard times lately on account of too. the lazy welfare queens of Kragadon <laughs> not being willing to pay their tithe to him every month. Is that also the title of a podcast that your character subscribes to? Gives money to? <laughs> what, the lazy welfare queens of Kragadon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gina's actually on hmm. that podcast. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, we, we go fight, and, um, yeah, it's a time. 
And they, so are you like mercenaries, part of the Malthood army? Like a mercenary faction? Uh, basically. We're, we're mercenaries in the sense they give us money uh, only when they want us to do something, and we're not mercenaries in the sense we have to do what they say. That about sums it up. I see. And so you all are soldiers? Merc- uh, sure, if you want to simplify it down. Yeah, we're soldiers. And they were soldiers. I'm closer to a monk, really, but yeah. Yes, you said something about being a kineticist? Yes. And based on how many times you've used a fire and hot, I'm assuming you have fire powers? No. Really? Yeah, Are you more... Oh, oh, okay. You're just you're just joshing with me. Indeed. Understandable. And I'm assuming based off of the amount of weapons dangling off you, Mub, you're some kind of throwing person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I uh, throw one of the daggers that I've been holding the entire time at like a pot and break it. Ah. And then it comes back. You hear in the distance someone say, what the fuck, my pot? It was actually uh, Laura who was very mad. Use your shadow clone technique. Uh, 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 And I I jump up and like, as I hit max height, I disappear and fall. You don't hear me fall. And then I uh, come back with this guy's wallet and I give it to him. Ah, I wonder where that went. Three Guy Jimmy, you have a gun, so I'm assuming that's pretty self-exclamatory. And you are riding on a giant cat, and I'm not entirely sure what you do for the team, my uh, lovely heiress friend. Predicts the weather. Predicts the weather. Hmm. I do a lot more than you think, all right? Hmm. (laughs) You know what the weather's going to be tomorrow morning before we move out. It'd be quite useful to know. Would have to cast a spell, and I'm not going to. (laughs) I don't understand. Do anything at the behest of a man. <laughs> Are you... Is she alright? Misogyny. That's why, why do you think she's with us? I see, I see. I understand. Alright, so here's the deal, Carney leader. Of You'll course. probably have a favor to do for us in exchange for information on the bone stone. So what's it gonna be? By the way, the soup is great. Compliments to the chef. I'll let them know. They'll be delighted. Well, I can't just give up a friend, and, well, you all don't seem too bad of a lot. However, I do indeed have a request. We've been uh, having to deal with a certain creature that's been stalking behind our circus. Uh, Showed up uh, just as we left the capital. It kind of lurched out of the woods and has been stealing our uh, circus animals and our cattle. Tell me, have you ever heard of an achach? A what? See, I don't actually know how to say it. Let me describe it to me. Is it a creature of the land or of the plains? It's a creature of the land. It's a uh, oh, it's a twenty-nine giant. on my knowledge nature check. Oof! It's the uh, I think technically you would need Arcana. Yeah. God damn it! It's a it's a giant. Ooh, those things. Oh, their touch AC is like sub ten. It's over. I do worry for the big guy. Luckily, I did maximize all his health. Oh, that won't matter. Probably triple it. <laughs> he's very big, you say. He's grown fat off of elephants. Oh God! He's been on a he's been on a pure elephant diet. You see, the creature has been following my circus, and at night he storms in. And while my guards are somewhat competent, they're not really strong enough to stop something like that, unless they're aided by some very talented people like yourselves. I'll even throw in a little extra coin for your trouble. Double it, it will kill him in one round. One round, you say? What is that? Three seconds? Six. Six. 
It's six sets. I always thought it was yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, because you're thinking of a different edition. Really? Get your head in the game. Hmm. We'll Shadowrun's three seconds. Yeah, we'll have Mob sneak onto the giant's back, so when combat starts, full round attack. That should do it. That could prove hazardous to his health. Let the dog go first for the trip. He doesn't trip. Indeed. Do you mean the cat? Yes. What's the difference? There's a pretty big Another difference. Another tear falls down my cheek. He's He has cried twice. I haven't had enough human blood. I'm so sorry. That's just my character arc. I see. It's an important It's important to complete one's arc. Well, uh, it should be a while before the creature uh, attacks. You've probably got, I don't know, two, three hours. He always comes in the dark of night. Gross. In the meantime... You all are free to walk about my circus, enjoy the rest of your meal, and maybe get a few more drinks. Don't get too tipsy if you're going after something a little more. Is there a path he tends to take when he attacks camp? Not really. He's really big and stupid. He usually usually attacks the animal pens first and grabs something and runs off with it. Can I borrow a horse? No, a cow. I'm sure we can do something. Ambush? He doesn't want to be fed. He wants to hunt. Can I hide on the cow? Oh, you should hide inside the cow so when he swallows it. I can be inside. And I start to try to crawl in the cow's mouth. I think it probably would take take him up about... Oh, I am two feet tall. Hmm. No, but I I do kind of want to, like, get, like, a, like, I don't know, some sort of, like, Something to disguise that I'm on top of the cow, but like be on top of the cow. Couldn't you just hide under the cow? Can I guess I could. I don't know. I want to hide near the cow. That way, whenever he walks up to it, I'm going to be able to bite his toe or something. Ha! Get a hunk of that, you know. Toenail. Okay. So you, you're going to plan a, uh, a somewhere to be near a cow so that you can wrap it assault. That's that's good. I get that. What are what else for everyone else? What are your plans here? So you're gonna like take one of their cows and just kind of set it out away from everything else as an attempt to uh, bait it into attacking that particular cow. I think we leave it just like ten feet outside one of the walls that we can hang out near. Okay. And now uh, Mub is very sneaky. Where are you all going to be? Just like I'll, I'll behind, a, be, behind a bush or... on the wall if I can behind the cow. Uh, now, they don't really have a, a structured wall. They might have, like, a, a very, like a, a, like, a cloth palisade, but they wouldn't have, like, a full-on wall that someone could walk on. This is a traveling circus, after all. Fine, I will be 30 feet away from the cow. Okay. Jimmy? I, I, I will be 25 feet away from Who the cow. Who is typing in Roll20 as 3-Eyed Jimmy? Oh, that was me. Kind uh, of a monster. I'm... Is there, like, a tree nearby? Oh, sure, you can position the cow near that. I, uh, climb up a tree. And I keep, uh, throwing down, like, little bits of grass to keep the cow there. Oh, good. Why is there a premium asset cow? Because I did not plan on having a cow, so I need a cow token real quick. Just use something. Uh, I am still just seeing the, uh... Oh, are you we just kind of describing this? Yeah, I, okay. I'm, I'm getting a con... I have a combat screen set up. I'm just getting a cow. Gotcha. Okay, uh, so you're going to be in a tree, Jimmy. Uh, Mub, you're going to be sneaking near it. And uh, Sherg, what are you doing? Oh, God, what the fuck is going on with my roll 20? 
What do you uh, die who's doing? I'll just pee with kids. How do you feel about <clears throat> minute per level buffs? Minute per level? Uh, I mean, you would probably see this thing coming from a distance. You could probably get away with being like, ah, here he comes. <clears throat> I'll throw on animal birth as soon as we see him. I'll, I would like to be placed near the action because I have a spell ready to go is going to change the course of this battle. Ooh, I'm excited. You all hunker down for a, a long winter's ambush. And uh, as you all are... Alright, so as you all sit down for a long winter's ambush, uh, you've all taken the places you wish to be. The cow is starting to get settled with being under this tree and does not take much of a perception check to spot the huge lumbering wayfinder. Oh. A uh, huge lumbering beast comes out of the woods. Uh, quite a terrible thing to behold, honestly. He's uh, you can almost you can almost smell him from here too. He's quite the beast, um, and he is a meat, he is beelining for this cow. He's just like, oh, free cow. Uh, would you all like to roll initiative? No, I'd like okay. to roll initiative. He's got a plus one to initiative. Fine, we'll do it your way. I should probably. Twenty nine. Oh fuck! Good heavens! Eat my butt! Oh no! Nine. Making it. Got milk, motherfucker. Everybody on there? My thing got fucked up. Mub fourteen. I rolled very poorly, uh, which fits. Uh, Three eyed Jimmy, you're the first one uh, to react. Uh, This poor fucker is uh, just kind of like "Mm, cow. Not aware of you all, basically at all. What's, what's going to be the penalty for taking a, a shot? Oh, he'll know we're there. It will blow uh, your cover. Then I shall hold my turn. All right, you're going to hold. Mr. Ashkin? I will hold. You're also going to hold. Mub! Uh. The, cow un- the cow is a little nervous, and it's kind of like, what the fuck is that thing? I'll go ahead and also hold. Wait till it gets closer. Very good. Elrach. All right. So, uh, are we still in a... Has he seen us yet? No. Not really. Alright, I'll hold as well then. Alright, Sherg, are you going to do the same? I guess. Very good. This big bad man is, uh, he's coming for that cow. Now, despite his size, he is surprisingly fast. He, he, he kind of gets up here and he's about to grab the cow. He's got big, long arms, especially that weird one that's coming out of his chest. Which audience, I think we fought one of these at the Siege of Longshadow? <laughs> you did. Yes. When you uh, in the pit. Giant's maw contains a pair of drooping tusks. It's nar- gangly third arm that makes appearance truly bizarre. Yeah, it's basically just a giant. It's like a hill giant with an arm growing out of his chest. They're, they're nasty. I think it's time to interject. What it is, Who it's is... a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that, Derek? Are you just so sleep deprived that you're... <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, though. I mean, he does have three arms, and that's three hands. That's three hand jobs at once. Giant tusky maw. All right, I think you're getting into some weird monster fucker stuff, which, while I do respect, maybe uh, Jimmy, not. Jimmy, either you take the shot or I do. I take the shot. Take the shot. Uh, 25 to hit touch. Uh, well, he is huge. Mm-hmm. He has a dexterity of 13, which he doesn't... He has a touch of 9, so... Yeah, that hits. Uh, 23 damage. Yeah. 
Uh, and then a 35. Once again, it does hit. 24 damage. All right, your uh, gunshots ring out, and they blow uh, a few chunks out of him. Uh, you do notice that uh, he is a very hardy lad. Uh, he's well-fed, uh, and he's very stupid, so, you know, shooting him in the head, uh, you know, you know, blowing his brains out doesn't really stop him. Uh, so your, your two shots hit and do some damage, but it looks like he's got quite the health. I think if you blow his brains out in a different way, it might stop him. Mm-hmm. As per the I was about spell. to say, look, pretty much all of my characters have had some sort of blowing brains out ability. Gina, bombs. Tugnabina, guns. Cyrix, well. Career path. I'll take my turn. You take your turn. Oh, I'll use my move adjacent action to gather energy, and then he can take an empowered blue flame with the burning confusion. Let's roll the blue flame first. Ooh. Does a third? Does a does a thirty six? Does a thirty confirm? Um, just barely. One hundred twenty eight fire damage. Ooh. Reflex save. Reflex. DC fifteen. DC fifteen. Does he have half a chance in hell? I don't know. It might be two lines or three lines down, but it's... I rolled the nine. Well, I think... Uh, uh, d- does a burning infusion multiply on a crit? I'm looking at it. Uh, I don't know. It's either eight damage or 18 fire damage, and he's on fire. They probably wouldn't because it's So take, take eight fire damage. A little more fire damage never hurt nobody, except this <clears throat> guy, because he's on fire. Holy shit. Uh, you... It happen. He bursts into flames as blue flames noted. Uh, he's he's very surprised after being shot twice and then now he's engulfed in flame. Uh, it seems like you haven't really stopped him just yet. He's very upset about this. He lets out a terrible moaning bellow of confusion. Mub? If anybody else is using fire kinetic blast, you have a plus two on your attack roll. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a... Swift action to go invisible, free action to go haste, take a five-foot step back, and I'll use my extra key point to get another attack from Flurry of... which is Flurry of Stars. <clears throat> Unleash hell. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Mad's career. All right. What about a 31? That Flat does hit. Very good. That's a total of two damage plus... 17 sneak attack. Jesus. And he takes one strength damage. Oh, no. There's no save? Oh, no, no, no. Damn, he's only got 31 strength now. You got those pressure points? Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Put the bleed on top, too, player. I know you can. Hell, yeah. All right, and so now I'm going for my second attack. What? Is that a minus five? Uh, 32. Oh, that, that does hit, yeah. All right, that's a total of uh, 15 damage. Okay. All right, I'm going for my haste shot. Oh, and one one strength damage. Damn, he's only got 30 strength now. All right, and then 34. Once again, that does hit. For a total of 22 damage. Now we're going to go Flurry of Stars attack. <laughs> it keeps happening. 35 hit. It does. All right, it's a total oh of 24 damage. Oh my god. And then my offhand attack. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a 38. Yeah. yeah, boy! 
a total of 24 damage. Oh my oh god. My. The precision's doing all the work and it's awesome. This is such a dumb ninja build. Isn't that stupid? <laughs> uh, this is stupid as shit. You got like less than 10 damage with your weapons after 5 attacks. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any more. I am. Oh, out. well, thank fucking God. So, uh, that was a total of 5 strength damage you took. So. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Now I'm going to have to figure out how much of a minus that is to his hit. It's a minus three. But if I do five minus five more, then it's only a minus five. Oh. Not a minus six. All right. Um, I'm just going to move everyone back where they were in the initiative. Uh, Elrak, would you like to go now, or would you rather have Shurg go first? You got this, Elrak. Eames. It sounds like Shurg's got it. Oh, my bad. Um... Can you take a five foot step to the right to block Derek's uh, charge? <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> uh, no, I'll. Uh, okay, I've got the. Uh, I've got a spell lined up here. Tell me what you got. How much time do I have in my turn to just converse? Uh, you've got six seconds, I guess. All right. If y'all have ever heard of that Amazon Meditation Center, I'm going for sort of a similar deal here, and I'm going to cast Grove of Respite which creates trees and a small spring next to me. And if you all are feeling down in the midst of battle or worn out, mentally exhausted in any way, you can go over into the Grove of Respite. It doesn't give you any bonuses or anything, but it, it's there for you if you need it. Beautiful. You fucking piece of shit. Oh, uh, we're going to eat roasted giant under a peaceful tree. Now that sounds wonderful. Now you all get to it. I'll be back next turn with something else. Ooh, that's so nice. <laughs> it was that or I was going to double the giant in size, and I thought that might scare somebody. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> He's gargantuan. Can you imagine this poor giant with his, like, fucking... Would he become, like, 100 feet tall? Is it is it one size category or two? Just one. He's got seven right? intelligence, y'all. All right. Sure, take us home. Uh, I'm going to charge... I'm gonna fucking kill you. Should double the cannon size. Oh, oh well, yeah. Tec- technically, oh yeah. I am, you you I did. Yeah. How big is it? Just one size bigger. Uh, I'm gonna start with my attacks in case I crit. Uh, Hell yeah. He's got a little bit of help. <laughs> you call that? Does a 29 confirm? Let me double check his 26 AC. So. uh... <laughs> Yeah. Well, flat-footed. God, he has 26 AC, 9 touch, and 25 flat-footed. God bless the man. Uh, that's. Uh, I'm going to take 10 damage because uh, I'm going to give that with the butterfly sting to the cat. Uh, so he, I don't know what that means. Uh, when you confirm critical hit against a creature, you can forego the effect of the critical hit to grant a critical hit to the next ally who hits the creature with a melee attack before the start of your next turn. Because I have outflank with me and the cat, and I have pack flanking as long as I'm adjacent to the cat, I count as flanking. And outflank whenever I crit, uh-huh. the cat gets an attack of opportunity. So the cat's going to go ahead and take an attack of opportunity before the second hit. Uh, and that's that's a beautiful... Uh-huh. Never uh, thought of that. You're not talking... So does a 48 hit? Make it crit. It does, in fact, hit. Uh, it's 55 points of damage. Oh my god. Okay. Second scimitar attack. 
Uh, does, does 36 confirm? It does. Same song. Different uh, dance. Cat uh, has combat reflexes, so... Of course it does. Uh, it a natural one. <laughs> well, right. what about another natural one? <laughs> you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. That's rough. Uh, third and fourth scimitar attack from the hobgoblin because it got two weapon fighting. Oh my god! It's 35 hit. It does. Nine points of damage. Ow. Uh, I assume a 21 doesn't confirm. It does not. Uh, 11 points of damage. Now, Derek, would you like to forgo that attack and leave him at 69 HP? No, I'm fine. Okay. Now it's the cat's pounce turn. <laughs> Someone check his temperature. Uh, so this is the bite attack. Only the first one counts. Uh, a 52 Ugh. hit. It does. 32 yeah. points of damage. Jesus. He gets two claws, so he's well. Uh, so 26 misses, correct? Uh, 26 is right in the money. Uh, it's 21 damage. Oh, no. It's a 31 hit. It does. Uh, 23 damage. Well, he had five health left. Where's our fucking money? One round. And then the rake. (laughs) A 34 damage. Jesus Christ. He had 420 health. Yeah, fuck him. That's what I'm saying. That was nine attacks. I literally maximized his health and doubled it. He's challenge rating 12. Yeah, we're the bad company, bitch. (laughs) Woo! Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, Not bad, folks. Yeah, Mub kind of goes around and gives everybody a <laughs> ceremonial like salute or pat on the back. Uh, that's just, that's gonna eat some, just, that's eat some perfectly seared and tenderized giant flesh under it's, the tree. It's just fucking shredded. All the meat is like weirdly tender because of all the pressure points that were hit. Well, that's the thing about how big Derek's, how big Shark's cat is. That cat's like thirty feet long, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, that was one hundred and forty-eight damage. Jesus Christ. And and the cat was also doing a little bit of fire damage, if that matters for you, what you do, Jeff. Sadly, no. Well, I, wait. No. <laughs> There's a feat called uh, planar animal focus or something where I can add, add fire damage instead of stat buffs. Mm. It's like 2d6 fire at this level. My God. Told you we were going to do it. monsters. I told you. How many hit points did he have total? Uh, 420. <laughs> <laughs> if you told me that, I would have stopped on 69. Because... Yeah, bullshit, Derek. You had the moment. You gave it away. No, 420. Started with 420, ended with 69. Mm-hmm. But Derek just had to... He was too kill crazy. Well, also, I like... It, though. Also, I would have died because I'm, like, AC 20, so... Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, he's got a minus three right now, and he's only got a plus nineteen. To but hit. can't you can't you divert the attack to your mount? No, I don't have. Honestly, that's funny that because our our entire build type requires a first round blowout to like mm-hmm. decimate the enemy team or to break it up so bad that they're not going to be able to fight us. We've only gotten easy ones lately where we one round these motherfuckers, but you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Boy, CC is going to be bad for us. That's not, I, I have one trick up my sleeve for that. There will come a day when y'all will rely on my talents. I retreat to the grove. A couple of you are chilling in the, uh, the freshly spawned grove uh, while this uh, 
shredded, tenderized uh, giant corpse is uh, currently uh, finishing that nice sear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Three-eyed Jimmy, you uh, just kind of look down from your tree perch. Mub, are you still just hanging out with the cow? Bring the cow uh, through. Yeah, I mean, they're bringing the cow with me, right? Very good. Well, bad company. Uh, you never did specify how much money. Uh, you just said double. Um, so we'll cover that next two, time. Two gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Shrewd. You gotta be careful when you're dealing with carnies. They're very shrewd but honest folk. And remember, this all goes into my charities. My 501c3s. So you say. Dwarf that chick. God damn. Mr. <laughs> Wait, is Mr. Who is Mr. Kragadon? Mr. Kragadon owns Kragadon and a chain of casinos in the American Southwest. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, no. And also a lot of local newspapers in recent years. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's the Zip Davis of this universe. Yeah, the fucking Bursar family's got us. <laughs> the dick. This is a rather strange turn of events. As you all are uh, resting from your hard... Uh, well, I would say hard. It, it was a victory. It was a very quick, violent, well... Well done, victory. Dear God. That poor fucker never stood a chance. No, he really didn't. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly terrified and confused as to what to do to uh, make a fight interesting for this party. Because that guy was too challenge rating higher, and I maximized and doubled his health. So. I also... Uh, you have one character in the party who has not done a single thing to help, ever. No. And I appreciate that, Eames. It makes it... It makes it special, I think. <laughs> you know, y'all are the bad company. You have us fight ourselves, but double the That's number. correct. You have to confront mm. your internal demons before you confront your external demons. Two water kineticists, you fuckers. You cowards. <laughs> Pull out that lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, bad company until next time. Meanwhile, in the present... Gina, you see Eleanor walking up the street. Do anything to uh, make Teresia not freak the fuck out. So, uh, Teresia, um, you remember how I was hiding you all from my house? How about you come in and uh, I'll make you some... Let's have some coffee. Coffee? Hold on, let me try to remember any time I've had your cooking before. I cooked the You know what, how about I run to that shop down the street, that that little corner? No, you don't want to know what they put in those. It's pumpkin spice season, Gina. I know, I know specifically what he puts in there. It is not pumpkin I'll be spice. Right in and out. It's not a big. It's deal. a double shot of something. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Why are you like, all like this? Also, you know, Tony baked some scones this morning. They're really good. Come on, scones, in. you say? Yes, scones. I love scones. I exclaim. Come, They're in the shape in. of Aomade's sword. Tony says from his office across town. <laughs> Little dino nugget scones. <laughs> uh, I, Teresha, um, you know, I, 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 we're, we're close, right? I'd say so. How, how are things going with your family? Awful. I, oh, I, it's I, true. I, she killed her sister. I had help. I, I and I'm like, true. Uh, that was ushering the... them inside as this is happening and like oh, making signals to like Eleanor to like hold off or something. Oh, can I make a sense she's, she's as dumb as I am. It's never gonna work. Can I make a sense motive? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, Golem make a sense. I rolled a 14. As something weirds up. What if I rolled a 29? <laughs> something weirds up. Mm. Oh, this but you think it's weirder than Laura does. Right. Well, let's just get inside and get this over with. So what are you honest. trying to do to us? Natural this, sunlight. What do you mean get this over with? I don't know. Uh, You're acting weird. Uh, well, you it's two... just been a long week. Are you back on the weed, Auntie Gina? It's when pesh. have I ever said that I did weed? It's pesh. <laughs> you two do notice uh, occasionally Gina's eyes will like look past you. Just kind of look over. Oh, I believe it's, this is a classic situation of a Kragadon haunt. Penny, prepare the spells. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything flammable in here? I th- yes, the scones. Very then much. Say so. goodbye to them. <laughs> I, no, I. What's in going on with What's going on with your fireball? What's going on with your family, Teresha? Talk to talk to me about it, and I'll explain. I'll I'll explain what's going on. Oh, is yeah. Teresha's on, family here? We killed her. On one condition, Auntie Jeannie. I first of all, it's Gina. Please do not call me Auntie Gina. That gives me some flashbacks. You're what the about one asking me for a favor. Can I make another uh, sense motive check? Nah. But Big Mama G, I want those scones. <laughs> I rolled a fifteen this time. Wait, did I not actually say that? <laughs> uh, you you think Turkson's dead, or? Fuck. Thank God. Yes, he's definitely dead. <laughs> He was a lovable scamp. I don't know why. And sleeping on your pull-out couch and filling your house full of weed smoke, pesh smoke. It turns out Sarah's staying at Gina's. Fuck. (laughs) How the fuck has she been teleporting back and forth? She's a druid, man. Druid magic. The Uh, fucking city is protected, so you can't teleport. No, she's got the tree stride. Gina has one of those... uh, those... Got a little bonsai? Yeah. (laughs) Tony keeps bonsai trees. Leave him alone. She can teleport through weed plants. <laughs> <laughs> Truxton's growing something in the basement. And so is Sarah. With druid magic. Kill, in fact, the entire economy. Sister. The entire economy of New Tellersburg. Oh, Wait, hey, 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 hemp is an honest source of uh, crop. Yeah, they're using, they using it to make rope, motherfucker. Are you all inside <laughs> at this Sorry, point? Or? I sure, imagine. We are being shuffled inside. Yes. So what do you mean by you killed your sister? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. My sister Samana, who'd fallen in the line with Zaku, thought on that vile degenerate. How's the, how's, the rest, how's the rest of your family doing? Well, let's see. My mother died during childbirth. My father died on crusade. And Eleanor was kidnapped, presumably, by the Galarian. So I'd say not as good as normal. Oh, so never you, oh okay. So you... I've got some great news for you. You always keep your cards close to your chest. We're busy right now. <laughs> Do you expect any visitors? I, uh, yes. So, uh, come in! Gina, unless you're, you're unless you're dead. Who's at the door? I came for those vestments you laundered for me. My name oh. is Eleanor. Oh. Tony, get the fuck out of here! Tony's there? No, but he did leave some scones. Can I come in? Yes. I told is you to. Is there gonna be a giant shock for me if I come in? I... Uh, she opens the door and her jaw drops and she goes, oh my, I'm shocked. The entire time that discussion was you happening You literally the saw door. them from the road, Eleanor, you dumb bitch. Teresa, the entire time that sorry, conversation... I'm being influenced by someone who's definitely dead. The entire time that this conversation, which I assume is diegetic, was occurring, Teresa is 
just locked in place, not an atom shifting out of alignment, staring at the door. Oh, hey, Teresia. I figured you'd show up eventually. Didn't realize it would be today, Gina. You literally saw them from the street. My perception score is very low. You know that. No, I don't. You should. You're I'm more. A, you're. Shit, I lost an entire washing machine. That's why I had why to be laundry you, here. Why didn't you contact your sister, Eleanor? It's not very nice. Silence. Teresa <laughs> jumps across the room and hugs her sister. Aww. I'm glopping. I'm rolling to glop. Oh, oh, shut what, the what, fuck up. What, what's her no, CMD? Combat maneuver. Yeah, combat maneuver. Probably yeah, pretty maybe. high, but we'll just say she lets it happen. She, oh, yeah. she fails her reflex save on purpose. It's it's good to see you, sister. Uh, I, of course, tried to contact you, but was told you were in the in the Fangwood, which seems to have been blocking certain magics. Um, mm. Yes, you were told correctly. We've only just now returned. Eleanor, I thought you were detained. I was, then I'm not anymore. Did he let you go? Oddly enough, yes. Oh, goddamn, Teresia, did, did you do it? Is no, I, actually, I don't think it was me, but yes, Samana is dead. What of a hell of a fight. I... I mean, you're an actual cleric. We could try to force her back. No, I'm just an inquisitor or a paladin or something like that. I mean, I could buy a scroll. No, it's not like that. Oh, Sorry. Oh, I don't know where to begin, Teresia. Um, I uh, will. S- s- here, join me on join me on the balcony away from prying your sister. Wouldn't the balcony be more? Shut the fuck up, Laura. What the fuck do you know? From what I've been a told, lot. from what I've been Jesus. told about your your group is there might be some eavesdroppers. Indeed. How do you? Everyone turns and looks at me. He never dropping no eaves. No, I I was talking about what Groger told. Is Groger going around saying he's part of our party? You didn't let that caterpillar bite you, did you, sister? Four times. Oh no! (laughs) Oh no! Um, Penny does not eavesdrop. Thank you. (laughs) I was talking about Laura. Thank you. The a fuck does that mean? A nosy bitch if I've ever known one. Um, alright. Eleonora goes with you to the balcony and kind of looks up to the sky uh, and says, I know it's not supposed to be like that, but it's nice to get some sunlight while we're down here, don't you think? I was thinking that the work stone down here weren't desi- wasn't designed for natural sunlight. It brings a interesting, yes, it's odd. But nice at, at least, the same time. At least metaphorically for the moment. They'll probably get it closed eventually. You know, Galarian killed that dragon that fell through the roof. I don't know if I was in town for that yet, but I believe you. Eski, he, he, he's pretty good at uh, that kind of thing. Yes, I don't think he's good in the moral, well, from, moral sense of the word, but he is powerful. Probably not necessarily good, uh... I honestly, Teresia, I don't know what he wants or what he's willing to do to get it. Uh, mainly because I was in the dungeons or whatever. Um, they never. Maybe it was because Samana was there. Maybe it's some other reason, but they never necessarily treated me bad. Yes, I, I was bounds, but those bounds were never tight. And I was always fed. I was always clothed even if it wasn't the most beautiful of attire i was don't get me wrong it was a bad situation but 
it could have been an awful lot worse. Well, I'll explain it to you like this, sister. You might know that Galarian was the failed herald of Aridon. He yes. was released from his extraplanar prison. Yes. And now he's here, and his ultimate goal, apparently, is to uh, separate the gods from our world through one means or another. Yes, if Samana talked about that quite a bit. Well, he has a uh, powerful staff he can use to cast all types of magics, and the only counter against his power is a collection of swords created by Aridin and placed all over the place. Uh, those must be the swords Mana was looking for. Yes, precisely. Did you know that there was one other thing that could stop him? What's that? Boy, you're going to have egg on your face after this. Egg on the face, of course. <laughs> Um, while I was down there, I was briefly um, spoken to by Shellian. Um, it's very temporary, very quick. Um, but there's apparently a legend that's been passed down throughout the generations of humans from probably the time of Aridin onward, and it moved through the Shawanti peoples of the Mwangi have tales similar to it. There's parables in Osirian. Uh, but the gist of it are there are three magical weapons. There is the Dancing Glaive that uh, represents Shellian. There is the Flensing Chain that represents her brother, Zonkuthon. And there is the Merciful Blade that's your goddesses. Do you see a, a bit of a pattern there? Go on. They probably aren't weapons. It's probably one of Aridin's prophecies. They're probably people. Hmm. And given Galarian's connection with Aridin, I don't think it was a coincidence that he convinced Samana to work for him. He captured me, and then he sent Samana after you. In the parables, the lensing chain and the dancing glaive were meant to fight, and the merciful blade was set to intercede and stop the fight. As long as the merciful blade remains merciful, then the great evil would not be able to spread on Galarian. I think Galarian used Samana to prevent this countermeasure from being able to stop I'm sorry, Teresia. I, I think that's why I was captured. So I couldn't I couldn't let you know. Well, the ship has sailed, and I'll tell you one thing, sister. There is a reason I'm a war priest of my own day and not of Aridin. His prophecies weren't always correct. Well, that's... She kind of breaks a tiny little smile through tears, and she says, Oh, for the sake of you, me your friends, the whole of Galarian. I pray you're correct, Eurasia. Truly, truly do. That's the end of our broadcast week.
This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Thank you.